This is NASA Control of the Space Shuttle Pankhurst. Commander Phoebes, status of the crew. All personnel reporting, no unusual symptoms. However, I think Lieutenant Gold may be missing her comfort blanket. Permission to retrieve it has been denied. <laughs> <laughs> the second stage tanks are pressurized as our countdown continues. Mark T minus 60 seconds and counting on Space Shuttle Pankhurst. The astronauts are go. Launch vehicle and spacecraft components all go. As our countdown continues now, 50 seconds. We have the power transfer. The vehicle is now on its own power and is still going well. Pilot Jezebel Unwin, make final checks now. All systems reading normal, sir. Passing the 40-second mark. Spacecraft Commander Joanna Phoebes, please align the guidance system. The guidance system will go internal at the 17-second mark. 30 seconds and counting. We have complete clearance to launch. We are go. Thirteen, twelve, eleven, ten, nine, eight. Ignition sequence start. Engines on. Five, four, three, two, one. All engines running. Here we go. Liftoff. We have liftoff at 9.34 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time. Mission Control to Pankhurst. Do you read me? Come in, Pankhurst. Commander Phoebes, do you read me? Holding appears to be normally. Wait, things. Uh, repeat last message. You're breaking up. There's something interfering. Guidance system. It's a spatial distortion. Mission control to to Come in, Pankhurst. Come in. Mission control to Pankhurst. Come in. Where are they? These are the voyages of the starship Jackalope its continuing mission, to explore new garden patches on different worlds, to seek out larger, and juicier carrots, to boldly go where no rabbit has gone before. Star Rabbit Tracks With the voice talents of Alex Gilmore, Rocky Rungano, Bobby Owens, Michael Liebman, David McIver, Jules Ismail, and Stephania Lintonbon. Today's episode, Where Nothing Has Gone Before. And so I said to her, that's a shiatsu. How do you get the dog hairs out of the massage oil? <laughs> I don't get it. All bridge crew report to their stations. Yellow alert. 
What do you reckon's going on? I have no idea. So much for a quiet few hours of inaction. The subspace distortions appear to be growing, Captain. I recommend we look at taking evasive maneuvers. Noted, Commander. Any idea what's causing them? I believe this could be what Stephen Eagling refers to as a wiggling wormhole. Unlike the one in the Alpha Quadrant close to Deep Space Nuni, a wiggling wormhole bends and twists as it moves around space. They are best avoided as they can take you to anywhere, maybe even to an alternative dimension where Seminons have shed their hair and learned the secrets of ice cream flavoring. I thought the work of Stefan Eagling was dismissed as being without basis, Commander. It is true that he has summoned some ridicule since his attempt to develop a shuttlecraft that it runs entirely on lettuce. However, he still remains one of the galaxy's greatest thinkers. I believe it's best we don't take any chances. Mr. Magzaka, plot a wide course around the subspace distortion. Aye, aye, sir. Sir, something appears to be emerging in front of us, from within the distortion. Emergency action, evasive maneuvers, red alert. It looks like some kind of shuttlecraft, a fossil fuel burning shuttlecraft. It's unlike anything I've seen before, Captain. Primitive, designed. It is possible that this is a ship from the past that has come through the other side of the wiggling wormhole. My Aunt Gertrude used to tell me stories about when Overbiteans first started exploring the galaxy. Before the invention of Quamithium that powers today's crafts, the old shuttles were powered using something petroleum-based called rocket fuel. Ah yes, I remember. Historical Starcrafts were never my strong point at the Academy. Lieutenant Ears, hail them. Aye, Captain. Hailing frequencies open. This is Captain Peter Rabbit of the Starship Jackalope. Please identify yourself. This is Captain Peter Rabbit of the Starship Jackalope. Please identify yourself. I believe the craft's name is Pankers, Captain. What makes you say that, Commander? It is written on the underside of the rocket. Captain, it is possible that if the vessel is from the past, they may not have the capability to reply over subspace. They could still be using radio waves as a form of communication. People from the past. So backwards. Captain, I may be able to reconfigure our communications array to send signals out through the radio wave spectrum. Very good, Lieutenant. It should only take me a couple of minutes. Get to it, Lieutenant. Aye, Captain. What was that? Everybody, report in. Are we okay? Unwin. I... I'm okay. Gold. My head feels like it's been put through a blender while in a washing machine on a roller coaster while dancing the cha-cha slide backwards. I'll take that as an affirmative. Any idea what happened? Not entirely. 
Pankhurst to Mission Control. Do you copy Mission Control? Come in. They're not responding. Either communications are down, or we're out of range. Joanna, have you seen that? What is it? I'd say we're not in Kansas anymore. I don't know if I'm going mad, but that sounded like a kangaroo. What was that? Sounded like static. Kangaroo? Oh, no, no, no. More like rabbit. This is Commander Joanna Phoebes of the NASA space shuttle Pankhurst. We come in peace. No. I definitely say that sounded like Skippy. Whoa! What's going on here? Thank you, Alpha. Welcome aboard the Starship Jackalope. You've been beamed aboard our craft and placed in quarantine as your vessel was drifting. They do look like taller versions of the children we encountered a while back, Captain. I believe they may be adult humanoids. Rabbits? Walking? Talking? Rabbits? I'm Captain Peter Rabbit, and this is my second-in-command, Commander Thumper. Greetings. Walking? Talking. Muscular rabbits. This is the first time I've seen larger humanoids up close. They are very... hairy on top. Due to the somewhat basic nature of your craft, it is possible that you are suffering from the side effects of wormhole travel. The rabbit just said wormhole. How weird is this? This has to be a hallucination. We must be oxygen starved. All of us hallucinating at once? No, only one of us. The other two are obviously hallucinations, created by the one that's hallucinating. Well, it's not me. If I was the one hallucinating, I'd be hallucinating myself into a size 10. But I'm still a size 14. Ugh. Ouch! Why did you pinch me? I don't think we're hallucinating. Their demeanor, language, and general appearance would make them a species match to the children we encountered previously, Captain. The readings I have taken show no signs of disease or mite infestation. The skeletal shape revealed by these scans show they are at least humanoid. Oh, who's a clever ickle bunny? Please desist from ruffling my fur. Oh, he's so cute. I'm sorry, Captain. I am Commander Joanna Phoebes. This is Pilot Jezebel Unwin. And that scientist, manhandling your number one, is Acelia Gold. It would be prudent for you to undergo an examination in our sickbay to make sure you aren't suffering any ill effects of your wormhole travel. Agreed, Captain, if you feel it would be prudent. 
Dr. Hopper, please escort these, um, space travelers to your sick bay. Aye, Captain. Transporters? Robots? Sick bay? You know, this reminds me of a show that Dad and I used to watch when I was a kid. I hope you know what you're doing with that thing, Doctor. Just stay still. This thing isn't used to examining non-lagomorphous species. The last humanoids that lay here were slightly smaller than you. You've encountered our race before, then. Are we an active participant in your galaxy? You're eating normal. Just a little vitamin A deficient. This little injection should help. Next, please. Oh, I just love this. I know we've talked about meeting extraterrestrials, but never big, cute bunnies. I'll just look at you in your flopsy ears. Darn it. I'm a doctor, not an E.T. Acelia, lie down on the table and let the doctor examine you. This is fun. I believe we have matters to discuss, Captain. Yes, should we use my ready room? If you wish. Where do you get those pants from that allow your tails to poke out from the bottom? Standard hair command issue. Now please stay still. Yes, Dr. Rabbit. Hopper. Dr. Harvey Hopper Smith. Captain's Log. Following an encounter with the wriggling wormhole, the Jackalope has encountered a crew of female astronauts from 21st century Earth. Following Dr. Smith's medical examinations, Commander Thebes has requested a debriefing to determine the next course of action. It's my duty to advise her that the chances of returning her and her crew to their own time and place were slim. What are the chances of my crew returning home? Slim. I see. The wriggling wormhole is a very unusual and natural phenomenon. It's so rare that some of the finest minds in the galaxy have only just agreed upon their existence. And just what am I supposed to tell my crew? I'm sorry. You're sorry. I'm stuck hundreds of years, God knows how far from Earth, with no friends, no family, and now you're telling me there's no hope of getting back? I don't think I could take sympathy from a giant rabbit right now, Captain. If you'll excuse me, I'd like the chance to break the news to my crew. Of course. So, what are you trying to say? We may have to face up to life here among the rabbits. Sounds great to me. That Commander Thumper is so cute. This isn't a game, Acelia. All I'm saying is that there are worse places to be stuck. Are we to be allowed to live on the ship with the rabbits? I'm not sure. We'll have to discuss the next steps with the captain. Great. This wasn't what I was expecting when I signed up with NASA. On your first flight, you will fall into a theoretical anomaly and end up years in the future, miles away from home, with no way back. 
and we don't even know whose future it is. I wouldn't say no way back. Okay, no chance of return, then. No, what I meant was, we might have a solution. Oh, I, I see. Commander Fumper and Robot Delta have been checking our sensor records, and we believe it's possible to track the trajectory of the wriggling wormhole. Oh, you're so brilliant, isn't he? Really, really good. Delta, would you like to explain? Based upon distortional readings left behind by the wormhole, I have been able to create this 3D model that is tracking, we hope, its progress. So what are you suggesting? We can estimate the trajectory of the wormhole based on the available data and arrive ahead of it. We can then allow you the opportunity to re-enter the wormhole. And that will take us home? Thumpy, is there something you're not telling us? <coughs> Thumpy. <coughs> There is no way of telling that if you simply return through the wormhole, it'll take you to the exact point you've left. Because it's wiggling, you could end up anywhere. So there's our choice. Take a gamble at getting home, or not. Captain's Log Supplemental. After an hour of deliberation, Commander Thebes and her team have come to the decision to re-enter the wormhole. Mr. McZucker, using Commander Fumpu and Delta's calculations, has set a course which will put the Jackalope and the human shuttlecraft close by to where we believe the wriggling wormhole will pass. The crew of the Space Shuttle Pankhurst are preparing to say their goodbyes before being beamed back to their shuttlecraft. On behalf of my crew, I must say thank you for your hospitality, Captain. And thank you for all your help. Our pleasure. Best of luck, Commander. The additional vitamin shots you were given by Dr. Smith should bolster you for the wormhole turbulence. Thank you. Thank you for giving us this opportunity to travel home. I'll never forget this experience. It's been different. You're welcome. Oh, Thumpy, I'm going to miss you. Please, desist from hugging me. Can't I stay? Please. Or better yet, you can come with us. Oh, that'd be great. I have carrots in my cupboard at home. Lots and lots of carrots. Oh, 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 and hey. Acelia Gold, get your butt on this platform this instant. Is that a tear in your eye, Commander? Amusing, Captain. Lieutenant Ayers, hail the Pankers. Aye, Captain. Hailing frequencies open. Commander Phoebe, we are currently holding your craft in position with our tractor beam. As soon as the wormhole is within range, we will ask you to ignite your engines, and then let go. Then hopefully, we arrive at the other side, in our own time and place. Hopefully. Wormhole distortion pattern on schedule, Captain. Stand by to release tractor beam. 
All systems checked. We are ready to go. Repressurization process complete. Tractor beam released in three, two, one. Good luck. You too. Report, Commander. The shuttle successfully entered the wormhole. We lost sensor contact upon entry. Let's hope they got home safely. Dr. Hopper's memory serum should take effect within the next 15 minutes, leaving them with no memory of this encounter. The last thing we need is humans searching for overbite in the future. Mr. McZacker, set a course for the nearest space station. I think we need to share our sensor readings on the wriggling wormhole phenomenon. Warp factor two. Aye aye, sir. Engage. I have no explanation, sir. They just left the atmosphere, everything was going great, and the next thing, we'd lost all contact. We're still confident that there's just a malfunction with the radio equipment. I have every- Tankers to Mission Control, do you read me? Tankers to Mission Control. Mission Control to Pankhurst. It's good to hear you. We thought we'd lost you. Yeah, a little unplanned detour. But it's good to be home. So, where have you been? You know, I can't seem to remember. Featured in the cast were Alex Gilmore as Captain Peter Rabbit, Bobby Owens as Lieutenant Tonya, Ears, Rocky Rungano as Commander Thumper, Michael Liebman as Dr. Harvey Hopper Smith, David McIver as Lieutenant Taddy McZacker, Jules Ismail as Robot Alpha, and Stefania Lintonbon as Robot Delta. Our special guest voices were Murray Retread as the Mission Controller, Wendy Dremont King as Commander Joanna Thebes, Tanya Milayevich, as Pilot Jezebel Unwin, Bernadette M. Groves, as Scientist Arcelia Gold. Star Rabbit Tracks, Where Nothing Has Gone Before was written by N.J. Rainford. Script editing by Jim Smagata. Produced by Captain John Tadzak. Post-production by James W. Smagata. Webmastery by April Sidowski. Captain John Tadzak is the CEO of MisfitsAudio.com and is the creator of Star Rabbit Tracks, and holds all rights. We would like to confirm that no harm came to any humans, rabbits, robots, ships or wormholes, while producing this audio. We are not affiliated in any way with NASA, Star Trek or Beatrix Potter. This production is for enjoyment purposes only. I am your announcer, Brian Ivona, for Misfits Audio, 2011. Thumpy. <coughs> Thumpy.